1: on a Monday on which we start the week fresh, following a 3-1 home victory over Bournemouth on Saturday, Liverpool went behind early in the game and seemed for the first 15 minutes to be completely sold on the idea of self-destruction. Between Trent, Eboo, Ali, the lack of a defensive midfielder, and Robbo not knowing where he was meant to be, it was very easy to feel sorry for Virgil van Dijk in that early period. We gifted them a goal. We were lucky it was ruled out for offside. We then gifted them another goal. This one was not ruled out. Then Ali almost got himself sent off. And all things considered, that first 15 minutes is as bad as you'll ever see any High-level team play, and then something smart happened. For the first time in a while, we abandoned the Trent in midfield nonsense, put him back to right back, played a back four, and actually started to play some football, and started to look like a real team. Now, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't fluid. It wasn't succinct, but it was effective. And we equalized through Luis Diaz. Brilliant. Bit of improvisation by the Colombian. We go 2-1 up through Salah. Dominic wins a penalty. Mo misses the penalty and then scores the rebound. And Mo on penalties is probably a conversation that needs to be had. He has missed three of his last five. And then we would wrap the game up in the second half with Diogo Jota scoring from close range after Zaboslai's deflected shot was palmed out by Neto. There were some good performances in this game. Virgil was excellent. Ibu really grew into the game and had a very strong last hour. Dominic was outrageously good and Luis Diaz was excellent. There were concerning things as well though. And they started when we saw the team and you're going to pick the same team that played against Chelsea, the team that didn't work against Chelsea. And unsurprisingly, Cody Gakpo did not perform well in midfield because Cody Gakpo is not really a midfielder. Diogo Jota did not perform well as the number 9 because he lacks the technical ability to be that conduit between two goal-scoring wide players. Diogo's best attribute is his own goal-scoring ability. Now, I will give him huge amounts of credit for dropping back into midfield when we were getting a little bit overrun and swinging the balance back in our favor. I thought that was, whether that was by instruction, whether it was something he saw and decided to address himself, that was really, really promising. He dropped back in next to Alexis, It gave us an extra body. It gave us extra legs. It gave us someone that could very cleverly block off passing lanes. But also, when our centre-backs and goalkeeper had the ball, it gave them another option to look for because he was willing to take the ball on. Now, he couldn't do a whole lot when he got it. He was just getting it and giving it straight away, taking it from Virgil, laying it off to Robbo, but it was creating a new angle for us. And that was good. So... There was plenty about Jota's performance that was positive and it showed why he's valuable in the squad, but quite clearly he shouldn't be starting as the number nine. That should be Darwin or it should be Cody. I think Luis Diaz has shown in the last two games that he is the left winger and that's just what it is. And then Mo, we know, is is going to play on the right. Dominic put in a performance on... Saturday, that was absolutely outstanding in his Anfield debut. His defensive work was very, very good. Covered a ton of ground, covered it at high speed, but his ability on the ball is just breathtaking. He makes very difficult actions look very, very easy, such as, you know, powering past two and three defenders at one go, such as quick feet in tight spaces, first time passes cross field balls that are basically struck like a chip shot. It seems to have no real purchase on it, but the ball pings off his foot and flies to wherever he wants it to go. And you can tell we've got ourselves a really special player here. I think we have another real special one in Alexis. Now he got sent off the weekend as everybody's now aware and is facing a bit of a suspension. It could be one game, it could be three games, we'll wait and see. It is subject to appeal. If it's three games, it might be that we can get it down to one. If it's just one game, we're better off not not appealing it. But um, in the second half, he was starting to come into the game a lot more on the ball, getting involved in, in transitions, getting involved in interplay, giving it getting it back, moving it, shifting it on again, making the next move, always active, always open, and ready to receive the ball, even under pressure. So a lot to be highly, highly excited about with him as well. And with, with him and Dominic, we now have two fantastic number eights, like genuinely high-quality players who can... Elevate the team. The issue is that position between them. Now, uh, Watturo Endo got his uh, debut at the weekend, came on after the red card, struggled probably for the first five to 10 minutes to just catch the pace of the game. But once he settled in, I thought he was pretty good. I, th- I thought he made the right decisions. I thought his positional sense looked very, very good. He read the game well knew where he was meant to go, and and that's without much training with the team. He's probably had, what, one, possibly two sessions? Probably just one, in truth. Probably just one in truth. But on instinct alone, he knew where he was meant to be, and that's just something that no one else in the squad has. So there was an, enough promise there with him. Now, again, he was signed to be a squad player. Regardless of what James Pierce wants to lie to you about in the Athletic today, Ender was was brought to be a squad player. He was brought in to replace Milner. He was brought in to be the adult in the room that you can bring on with 15-20 to go to see out games. Liverpool are looking for another starting midfielder. Now, Pierce very carefully worded it as not a specialist defensive midfielder. And that's fine, because Czech de isn't a specialist defensive midfielder. Because he's played as a box-to-box midfielder in much of his career when he was at Lens, so you know wouldn't put any faith into what Jimbo has to say anyway we all saw Klopp laughing at him when he got shut down on the stupid question he tried to ask it's very clear he's not all that well liked by the coach so I, I wouldn't imagine he's getting high level information if the manager doesn't like you Chances are, the word is out about you and you're not getting the best of the best when it comes to information. Certainly not information that comes from what the manager's thoughts are. 3-1 win at the weekend. A good win. But like I said, it was a bit disjointed and it was notable that we looked a lot better in a 4-3-3 than we did in the three-box three. three. Our individual talent won us the day rather than anything that was part of the game plan. Bournemouth looked much better set up, much better organized than we did, which is unusual. And it's back-to-back games now where we've lost the tactical battle in the game. And uh, thankfully, Jürgen was able to just revert them back to a 4-3-3 and get the players back to doing what a lot of them know best in that shape. Now, again, I wouldn't suggest that that 3-box-3 is Jürgen's tactical imprint. I would say that's more likely coming from his assistant. But it was good to see Jürgen just quickly move away from it And go back to what does work, the tried and tested. Um, We've got Newcastle next. That's on Sunday. And that should be a very difficult game. They looked tremendous against Villa. Now, Villa were a bit of a train wreck. They looked decent against City. They gave City some trouble. City found it very hard to break them down. Very, very hard to break them down. Now, without KDB and Bernardo Silva, of course, you're always going to struggle with creativity when you lose your two most creative players. But they still had Phil Foden out there. He was excellent. And they still had Jack Grealish. He was a non-event. But Newcastle made it tough for them. And Newcastle will make it tough for us. If we have not signed a six, a starting calibre six by then, then Endo will have to start that game. It's a big ask. They're a, a powerful midfield. They're not the type of midfield that we can go into with Cody Gakpo playing there. So we need to be very, very hopeful that either Alexis's suspension gets overturned, or Curtis Jones is fit to start alongside Dominic and Waturuendo. Um. I don't imagine you will start. I don't imagine Thiago will be ready to play, but we should be okay. We should be okay. Um, yeah, a week a week to get this uh, midfield addition before that game. But what are we, 10 days? What's today, the 21st? I believe it's the 21st. It is the 21st. Uh, 10 days to get what we need boxed off. Now, everybody knows we need two in. We need that left-sided centre-back. I would actually prefer just to buy a left-back. I'd rather sell Costas and buy an actual left-back to challenge Andy Robertson, to rotate heavily with Andy Robertson. And I'd rather stick to a back four, personally. I don't like the the new shape, the box. I, I don't think it works for us. I don't know why we're trying to be a Man City Tribute Act. I really don't. We, we can't beat them at their game. Why are we even trying to do that? Why are we moving so far away from what made us great? 10 days, get that midfielder in, ideally by a left back, Let Costas go. And we have a chance this season because City of Injuries, Arsenal aren't great. And all the rest of the league is just a bit meh. United look garbage. Spurs look fun, but they don't look like a team that's going to compete, that's going to get top four. Not at this point. A couple of additions, maybe. Chelsea are Garbage. All those players, no goal scorer, no reliable keeper, the defence is a mess. Like, what have you done? Uh, Shout out to Moises Caicedo. Congrats on the debut. It was uh, was one to remember. Uh, Just on De if he starts tonight for Palace, it means absolutely nothing. He's still their player. They're fully within their rights to play him. Uh, What will be more interesting is what happens at the end of the game. Just keep an eye on him at the end of the game. If he goes and starts and looks like he's saying goodbye, that's a really promising sign for us. That means the deal is probably a little bit more advanced than what we know. And Sammy Muckbell, who's probably the best for the London clubs, after Ornstein, obviously, but he said that he asked around at Palace about de Cure. and it was a lot of silence and a lot of secrecy, which fits in what another journalist has said to a couple of people privately, which is Palace have asked for time to find a replacement. So that's very promising. Very, very promising. Um, This is field a piece about Dominic, a piece about the midfield rebuild so far, a piece about, about Ginny Wijnaldum. <clears throat> Ginny um, is available from PSG, hopefully gets picked up by a good club soon. Uh, Ryan Gravenberch much rather not. Uh, Liverpool defender scores and assists as goalkeeper blushes are spared. Let's have a look at that. Liverpool striker keeps up eye-catching goal run. Okay. Um, Jurgen told the fans to stop singing that fucking shit, which I thought was a little bit... Unusual. Adam Lewis had the goal and assist for Newport. Um, Harvey Davies had a had a hand in a howler uh, in a two two draw between Crew, who he's gone on loan to, and Walsall. Uh, Fabio Carvalho came off the bench for Leipzig. Uh, he's not going to get a whole lot of starts there. Um, James Balagizzi came on for Wigan, who trashed Bolton. Dominic Cornes is playing for Yverdon. I don't know who that is. I don't know where they are. I have no idea who that club is. Uh, Calvin Ramsey and Reese Williams are both injured. Uh Leighton Clarkson scored for Aberdeen. He's done very well in Scotland, to be fair to me. He's found a level that works for him. And uh, congrats to him on that. I think it's very, very good. Um Jaden Dans is the young Liverpool striker who's on an eye catching goal scoring run. Now, how eye catching is this? Uh Lewis Kumas was in the team as well. He's very, very promising too. Um so that Lewis Dan, uh, Dans has scored um seven and seven. That's that's the run. That's pretty impressive to be fair. Kumas stands. Pennington looks a player as well, Onanuga looks a player. We've a Pennington and a Pinnington, which is, is just they're quite Tory names, but you wouldn't want to disparage the poor lads with that type of thought. Um on to Liverpool.com, where I'm sure we'll be greeted by at least some sort of reference to a club that's not our own. Uh Liverpool may face repeat of eighty-nine million Aurelian many transfer issue, but already has initial fix. Um no, we, we won't be facing a repeat of that because the reason we didn't get him was because he went to Real Madrid. If we don't get De Kuri, it's because Klopp decided not to do it. It will be entirely his fault. Uh Piero Hencapie sound, 13 players sold. Dream Liverpool defense. They, they do a lot of these dream. Things and very few of them are actually a dream. Uh, Liverpool just missed out an ideal transfer chance as Jurgen Klopp for Jurgen Klopp as $25 million US men's national team star move confirmed. Uh, so Tyler Adams has joined Bournemouth. Uh, in no way was it ideal because of his injury record, even though he is a very good player, his injury record it made it very concerning to sign a player like him. Um, United got beaten by by uh Spurs and there's a piece here about that for some reason Cody Gakpo could lever, could help Liverpool find its own but Kyle Saka as contact made over transfer so that's Johan Bakayoko the young Belgian winger at PSV he is supremely gifted supremely gifted and would be well worth having a look at Uh, Hincapié signed 13 million players sold. Dream, dream defence. So let's have a look. Uh, Oh, so the the player leaving is Nat Phillips. The dream first choice defence remains the same. Dream. Robertson, Van Dijk, Kanate, Alexander-Arnold. The backup options after dream transfer move. Simicus, Hinkapie, Matip, and Gomez. The problem with that, you schmucks, is that it doesn't improve the team if he's on the bench. So, no, there's nothing that, about that that's a dream. Uh, and he also wouldn't count as a homegrown player for UEFA competitions. So we would have one too many not counting Ben who will also take up a spot if he gets called up. Uh, Journalist, Liverpool's big decision on the de Curry. That's about the Sammy Muckball thing. I think he was on the Red Men or something, and that's where he said it. Uh, lessons learned as Liverpool edged by Bournemouth. The lesson being, do not play the box midfield. Um, there's another piece about de Curry. There's a piece about um, Gravenberch the spoofer with the catchphrase has said that it's us and United who want him. He says he, he says he wants to leave to go and play. He's not getting in our team. He'd be better off going to United if he doesn't get in their team either, is the truth. Um, Anfield's midfield evolution, the role of Waturo Endo. Podcast-wise, there is a rivalry con. Harry and Craig Beasley. There is a podcast on the press or if you want to listen to that it's obviously it's dated now but it's there there's a new or Tommy with Jim Boardman Jay Reed. there is a AI Pro Plus the Bundesliga view on Endo which is uh, Harry and Seb Stafford Blur. and there is post-match Raw which is myself Carl and Guy Downey will be back for the next one uh, against Newcastle I think he's back podcasting today so expect content galore from the Good Brother today and throughout the week, because I think he's got a Moby lined up as well. And, and I think there's something else in there as well as Raw. So Trav's going to be busy and uh, the rest of us will be busy as well. There'll be a couple of scouteds and there will be at least one other thing. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's it for today. I will see you all tomorrow take care of yourselves and just watch what the does after the final whistle could be telling take care of yourselves bye bye
0: we hope you enjoyed listening to this anfield index show please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically there's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show the best way to get in touch is over on our free discord community